0: Welcome to the podcast for First Presbyterian Church of Arlington Heights. In this series, Genesis, A New Perspective, we are trying to breathe fresh life into this ancient text that lays the foundation for the Christian Bible. Each week we will be exploring different ways that these Genesis stories impact us and the world around us and our ways of understanding God. I hope you enjoy. I bet their feet were tired. It had been a long journey, hiking from Capernaum to Jericho, to Bethany, and now to Jerusalem. There was no commuter train to whisk them from one tiny village to the other. No, they had to walk every step of the way. I bet their feet were tired. They had followed this Jesus up mighty hills and sat all afternoon listening to long teaching sermons and stories until their stomachs growled and they ached with hunger. They had followed him through rocky deserts where their toes were stubbed and made bloody over the terrain. I bet their feet were tired. Their feet were cracked and dried out from the heat of the sun and the exposure to the elements. And maybe your feet are tired too. The collective feet of this faith community have trudged along, doing our very best to keep facing forward, moving on toward the cross throughout this season of Lent, sticking close to Jesus and following his way. But it's not always been easy, has it? Although we have no literal blisters from the rubbing of our sandals on those soft, tender spots, we certainly have the figurative scars that remind us of those places where we have felt pain and inflictions. The feet of a nurse who stands all day caring for the sick, those are tired feet. The feet of our homeless neighbors who slog through each and every day, making their way to the next pad site, waiting it for it to open, standing in line. Those are tired feet. The feet of young athletes that are pushed to go faster, run harder, jump higher. Those are tired feet. And I bet Jesus' feet And his heart and his soul were tired too that evening. He knew that his time had come. He had come from God and he would return to God. And all he can think about at this moment of knowing what's coming next is how deeply he loves his disciples. The depth of his love is so great for us that this one who is the very God incarnate kneels at our feet to wash us clean. Gladly he will stoop over and hold dusty feet and gently wash away the weight of the world. He pours water over them. Water. Water like baptism that washes us clean. No wonder Peter emphatically blurts out, Wash all of me then, from my head to my toes, not just my feet, but all of me, Lord. No, Peter, only your feet. Only your feet is what needs to be washed, no more. I urge you to graciously receive this feet washing from me, Peter, and know... Know in your heart that all is well. Do you see what's happening here? Can we really see it? Our radical Jesus challenges each and every one of us to be servant. This is how we will show the world the depth of our love for one another. We will humble ourselves to move away from the place of honor at this table to kneel at one another's feet and look up into the eyes of one we may know or not know and tenderly hold their feet in our hands. This is what Jesus calls us to do. Feet with dirt, feet with lint, feet with bunions, feet with calluses, Feet that have walked a thousand miles and feet that are just now learning how to stand. Feet that stink and feet that had a fresh pedicure this morning. All these are the feet of God's kingdom and all those feet are welcome here. My love for you is so great. I am honored to wash your feet, says Jesus. He teaches us that we are to accept this outpouring of love from the Savior that is termed servant. And in doing so, then we may abide with him and remain his faithful disciples. Now, likewise, we are also called to allow another to serve us. We must be willing to also take the seat of honor and patiently sit still, doing absolutely nothing. But feeling the warmth of that warm water, that love that is poured out over our feet, Now, for some of us, this might be even harder than actually washing someone's feet because some of us are so accustomed to the flurry of life that actually sitting still and allowing someone else to take the lead on life and decide what needs to happen next, that can be a challenge for us to let someone else be in control. Voices in our head might be saying something like, I can wash my feet very well myself, thank you very much. I don't need you to wash my feet. I am self-sufficient. But wait. We do need one another. This is the very basis of God's message to us. Jesus calls us to be those servants and take care of those that do not even realize yet that they need caretaking. How often have you heard one say, Oh, no, I'm fine. I, I, I don't really need any help. We're getting along just fine, thank you. We're, we're fine. We, we don't need your help. Really, we're okay. But friends, I tell you that being part of God's holy kingdom means that we are open to receiving this gracious love that comes to us when we don't even know ourselves how much we need it. And I tell you, it does not signal that we are weak in any way. It signals clearly that we are bound together as the one body of Christ, committed and covenanted and promised to one another, both to serve one another and to allow ourselves to be served. So on this night, we remember, we remember Jesus's new covenant to love one another, to be servant and to be served, to welcome the time when we are both. I pray that God will help us find a good and right balance between serving others and welcoming the gracious service of our sisters and brothers, because both of those are acts that are clothed in the never-ending love of God alone. Amen. Thanks for listening. And if you want to learn more about First Presbyterian Church of Arlington Heights, please visit www.fpcah.org for more information on service times, directions, and to learn more about the First Prez family of faith.